Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The the main spokesman for the military wing of Hamas uh, gave a statement through Hamas's regular uh, verified channels in Arabic saying that Hamas has 200 hostages. Uh, The group said that other Palestinian factions inside Gaza have around 50 or more than 50 other hostages. So bringing the total number of hostages inside the the, the Gaza Strip to 250 plus. Yeah, that's new information. So there are other hating Israeli factions that crossed the fences the morning of Saturday, October 7th, behind Hamas. So I just learned this yesterday listening to a podcast with uh, with an Israeli. Um, so the, the Hamas fighters, super well-trained and had been planning this forever, they were the, uh, the, the initial cut through the fences, bulldoze the fences, get in there, start the mayhem. Then there was just a mob of people who hate Israel that started coming in throughout the day during the 14-hour, 16-hour, depending on what part of Israel you were in, siege of that country and it was just random like looters not only were there people going around just randomly murdering people but just looters just you know the usual crowd you get when uh when 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 order breaks down i realize this is well plowed ground at this point you know plenty of plowing to come but why the hell did they not have attack helicopters in the air in a hurry at least to, you know, strafe the people pouring into the country. It's just, it's an astonishing failure. This Israeli I was listening to on the podcast was like the fifth that I've heard say, look, everybody back home that I talked to, we're all on board. 
do whatever you got to do. Sorry about the hostages. Sorry about the Palestinians. I mean, they've got a, there is a collective need for vengeance slash security. Right. Because part of it is we can't, you can't let this happen again. Well, the quote we shared from the Israeli diplomat earlier from 1970, you don't ensure peace by recreating the conditions that led to war. So it's time to flip the switch. It's a new era. We tried that. We're not trying it anymore. The Wall Street editorial board has many interesting pieces over the last several days, but this one, Palestinian lives matter, except except to Hamas. As Israel prepares for its likely ground invasion to pursue Hamas in Gaza, the world is warning about civilian casualties. The moral point to keep in mind as the fighting gets intense is that the responsibility for those casualties will lie with Hamas. That's actually not only morally true, but legally true, as we talked about yesterday, following the rules of war. But Israel has an obligation to do what it can to protect civilians and is doing so. It has warned Gazans to move south. It's using precision-guided bombs, etc. But you contrast that with Hamas, which gave no warning to the Israeli and foreign civilians it slaughtered on October 7th. Killing civilians was its explicit goal. Hamas has ordered Gazans not to flee, and its leaders hide weapons in hospitals, schools, and mosques, bringing more pain and death down upon them and you know, it I, just occurred to me it's a bit of a tangent but forgive me uh, the idea that if you launch rockets from a hospital you are then responsible for any mayhem that comes to the hospital um because it's just it's obvious why right the american legal system has become so perverse especially in certain places where if a guy breaks into my house and i shoot him i'm the bad guy if you compare that to the, the law of war, as we're discussing, who unleashed the situation that would lead to somebody getting hurt? Wasn't me. I was asleep in my bed. Yeah, Just goes one. to show how perverse those laws are. Right. But I was happy to, I was watching some MSNBC this morning before I came to work, and uh, man, on the Morning Joe show, they're really big over the last week on how the Arab countries don't care about the Palestinians, and everybody needs to realize that fitting in with this Wall Street Journal piece. It's just, you know, you know who doesn't care about the little Palestinian kids in the hospital and whether or not they, the Arab countries, they ain't doing nothing, never have, and aren't now. I remember Thomas Friedman writing about that in the 90s. It was true then, it's been true since, and it's true now. So they uh, make uh, lots of statements about, you know, take it easy, uh, be kind, uh, be caring, be, but you're not doing Humanitarian anything. Humanitarian this, right, yeah. And that's something, and, and get away, and gets away with it in the American press. Yeah, incredible naivete. And uh, the headline, of course, of the day, which we've mentioned several times, the president is going tomorrow for, I don't know, you tell me, Joe thinks it's to uh, uh, let Iran know we're serious about this, so don't don't get involved, that might be the point. I think there are multiple purposes for the trip. The The White House is saying that Biden was invited by Bibi Netanyahu, but that's the spin you'd put out, whether it's true or not. Sure. Um, they do mention in the New York Times, though, that the trip will delay any you know giant ground invasion if that were to have uh, if that had been planned. Is that the point? I don't know. I, I know you mentioned some people on Twitter seem to think so. I, I don't know. I, I think it. it it's also multifaceted. There's so many um, reasons you'd go and effects it could have. I'm assuming, I don't know this, but I'm just assuming the reason that they announced it the way they did, and it's going to be on Wednesday, because he could have gone yesterday, he could go right now, um, is 
for the delay reasons. Now, I'm, I'm, I suppose there is some laying down the security groundwork. I don't know. I can't even imagine what kind of a Secret Service nightmare that is. When is the last time a president has gone announced to a place where uh, you're basically in a war zone? I don't remember no idea. that happening. Nor do I. You no. show up. You show up. You know, and surprise everybody for obvious reasons. So I don't know. Or maybe it's a message to uh, the backers of the radical groups. You're going to play it cool for uh, 36 hours because our POTUS is in town. An, I don't an, know. A, another thing I don't know. That I did some looking into last night. Is I, I ended up on a video on YouTube with Alan Dershowitz, the uh, Harvard lawyer and a big supporter of Israel. Um saying, let's expose this myth about Gaza being the most densely populated place on Earth, which I have heard about a hundred times in the last week and a half. And he says that's just flat not true. And so I did a little looking around, and um, Ian Bremmer actually tweeted out some information on this. This became a among intellectuals conversation of the day on, on Fact Twitter. Fact check! How densely po- populated is Gaza? The Gaza Strip population density is slightly more than London, but... That certainly doesn't make it horrifically overpopulated or something we can't even imagine. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure this matters at all. But as a talking point, you've heard over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I've just seen pictures, and and there are a hell of a lot of one and two story buildings. Whereas you have cities that are all, you know high rises for miles. You know, your Hong Kong, for instance, your Hong's Kong. Back to the whole hostages being there. Here's a little more on Richard Engel's report that included the info that there are 50 more hostages than than we thought there were. But Hamas says of the 200 that its military wing is holding, uh, it has uh, verified their identities and says it is holding an unspecified number of foreign nationals and that it is willing to let them go. It is willing to let them go because it says they were uh, taken uh, during during its uh, its raids into Israel when it went on a, a killing and kidnapping spree, didn't uh, check their identities at the time, but that the foreigners are not part of uh, its conflict with Israel, that it has no uh, issue with them and that it will let them go when quote field conditions are right so what does that mean is that just the typical sort of bunk you put out there when you're somebody like Hamas? we'll let them go when the field conditions are right what is that what does that mean what field conditions what are you talking well it means stop bombing us we're not going to turn them loose on the streets if they're going to get hit on the head with a missile. So uh, you stop bombing Gaza and we'll start turning uh, people loose. I, I, it's more complicated than that because I'm sure there are some passport holders exclusively from uh, non-Israeli countries. Um, so if you I remember hearing about a Mexican couple that I think was visiting Israel and you got a handful of people who are foreign nationals. But you've got a hell of a lot of the hostages, even if they are uh, United States citizens, for instance, they're dual citizens. And so Hamas will hang on to him. But I could easily see them turning loose a couple of uh, Mexicans, an Indian guy, and two Venezuelans uh, to say, look, we're humane. We're, we're good folks. We, you, we said we'd turn them loose if you stop bombing. Here they are. Now let's keep talking. But they'll hold all the Israelis and dual citizens. Here's the ABC version of that hostage video Hamas put out yesterday. This is 21-year-old Mia Shem. She was at that music festival, one of the hostages taken to Gaza by Hamas. She speaks to the camera saying, I just ask that you'll bring me home as soon as possible to my family, to my parents, to my brothers. Please get us out of here as soon as possible. Oh, that doesn't include her voice. Which one of these include her voice there, uh, Hanson? 
Um, she's speaking in Hebrew. Mm-hmm. And the, but the video I saw, she I saw a video where she spoke English. I swear I did. Anyway, um, I'm a little uncomfortable with the pictures they're using on the cable news channels. They they went to her social media and they're all those duck lipped look how sexy I am pictures. And it just seems yeah. incongruent or something or weird. Somewhere in the major news bureaus is a person who's in charge of sexing up abduction victims and and or, you know, missing women. They always go with that angle because it gets more attention if they're sexy. I find that troubling. I, I just I don't I don't like those. You don't need all those emotions and angles coming together. Don't go with the look how super hot she is pictures where she's clearly trying to be sexy on social media like early 20s women often do. Sure. With the Hamas beheading baby story. Don't put those together. They're just... I know. They, 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 they don't belong in the same meal. And somewhere there's a plain-looking Israeli girl who's really good at math, but, uh, well, sorry, sweetheart, it's, uh, this hot girl, she's going to get the attention. I just, the whole thing's sickening, you're right. Weird. But anyway, so the mom came out and did a press conference yesterday in which she's begging for the world to do whatever they got to do to get her daughter back, as I suppose you would. Uh, I, I don't know how I expect this to unfold. I also heard uh, yesterday, went through, going through a bunch of podcasts with like experts who have spent a lot of time in Gaza and Israel and that sort of stuff. These tunnels that we've been hearing about for years, I didn't realize how deep they are. They're like 10-story building deep. Mm. They're so far underground. Uh there's a lot of them. There's not a lot of intelligence on the by the Israelis of where and how many and where they all go. And they're way, way deep underground. Because when I was thinking about tunnels, I was thinking, well, you know, okay, yeah, so you blow them up, right? I mean, how far? No, they're way underground. They've been working on these for a long time. Yeah, I think tunnel is probably an insufficient right. word to describe it. It's yeah. an underground complex of safe houses, buildings, bomb shelters, that sort of thing. Yeah. With piped in oxygen and, and the rest of it. 70 to 100 feet underground. And uh, and they've been preparing for, you know, this very sort of thing. when They built them with this in mind. Coming up, we're going to jump down, turn around, and pick a bale of reality with Tom Cotton, the great senator. Too much? Trying too hard? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to deport any foreign national in the United States who's expressed support for the terrorist attack because that's what the law says you're supposed to do. I feel like what you said was as inappropriate as sexy hostage pictures, which is a weird thing. I don't know. I mean, it may have been inappropriate. It wasn't that inappropriate. All right. That's just hurtful. We we have a lot more coming up. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Well, get this, Rite Aid just filed for bankruptcy and could be closing more than 2,000 of their stores. Yeah, it's amazing that their business model of just being a crappier CVS didn't pan out. <laughs> I, but they actually pressed the button for help weeks ago, but no one noticed until now. <laughs> you could tell that they were going out of business when they just uh, relabeled Tums as Halloween candy. You go, that's it. <laughs> Wow. How, how funny is that, that the Rite Aid closes and those jokes are coming? When last week I said, is there any difference between Walgreens, Rite Aid, and CVS? Is there like a Target and Walmart or, I mean, anything? Are they all the same? And I said, oh, they must be all the same. But he's he's insinuating that we all know that Rite Aid is a little more Walmarty <laughs> than CVS Crap is more Target. CVS, yeah. yeah. I, I, I had no idea. I didn't either. Yeah. Well, and theft. Shoplifting, huge factor in their, uh, right. their poor performance. Yeah, worth remembering. Coming up, did Oprah Winfrey almost run for president with Mitt Romney? It looks like it. Stay tuned. What? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Tom Cotton has been saying, he sent a letter to DHS Secretary Alejandro, the border is secure, Mayorkas. The border is secure. Demanding that the department take immediate action to remove the foreign nationals who the GOP law bankers say have no place in the U.S. We're talking about... Uh, people who are celebrating, expressing support, often in writing, for Hamas's terrorist attack on Israel. Witness all those student organizations uh, at Harvard and other universities, many of whom are foreign nationals uh, who are going to college in the U- United States by our good graces. He wrote, I write to urge you to immediately deport any foreign national, including and especially any alien on a student visa, visa that's expressed support for Hamas and its murderous attack on Israel. These fifth columnists have no place in the United States. And he cites federal law. He says it's clear that any alien who, quote, endorses or espouses terrorist activity or persuades others to endorse or espouse terrorist activity or support a terrorist organization is inadmissible and must be deported. It's the letter of the law. The lawlessness and unwillingness to follow the law by Mayorkas' uh, department is pretty well known at this point. 
But the fact that that's written out, I mean, that's specifically spelled out in federal law and they're not going to do anything about it is incredibly troubling to me. Yeah, I like the idea of uh, going with enforce it or or write a new law, one or the other. But having laws we just ignore is not good for anybody. Hey, probably worth mentioning, uh, Barry Weiss tweeted the other day, uh, cowardice is contagious, so is courage. If this isn't the moment for good people to stand up for the most basic ideals of our civilization, that moment will never, ever come. And she's uh, tweeting about John Huntsman. You remember John Huntsman? Yeah, I saw this. He was, yeah, he's the ambassador to China. He was a g- governor he, of Utah or something. Utah? Place. Anyway, he ran yeah. for president for a cup of coffee. I remember mm-hmm. that. That's right. We used to play the Huntsman horn every time his name was mentioned. Good times. Uh, anyway, he told the president of Penn University, Liz McGill, that his family will stop donating to Penn, stripping the university of a longtime donor amid backlash, uh, back a backlash from influential trustees and alumni. He says... Um, to the outsider, it appears that Penn has become deeply adrift in ways that make it almost unrecognizable. Moral relativism has fueled the university's race to the bottom and sadly now has reached a point where remaining impartial is no longer an option. The university's silence in the face of reprehensible and historic Hamas evil against the people of Israel is a new low. Silence is anti-Semitism and anti-Semitism is hate. The very thing higher ed was built to obviate. Uh, and then he says a lot of us are holding on to our checkbooks. Do the right thing. Good for him. There it is. Among among the things coming up, Oprah Winfrey almost ran for president with Mitt Romney. Wow. Everybody gets a car. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The Armstrong and Getty Show. (laughs) 
Jim Jordan picked up significant momentum in his bid for the speakership yesterday. He flipped four key holdouts and a number of other lawmakers through their endorsement behind him. But he's not out of the woods yet because exiting a GOP conference meeting last night, a handful of Republicans, by my count, at least six, said that they plan to vote against uh, against Jim Jordan on the floor today. They will not give Jim Jordan their support when that vote happens at noon. Well, that math doesn't work. What do you mean he's not out of the woods yet? He's he's chained in the woods, it sounds like. If, <laughs> That's if, a poor way to be. If six are going to vote against him and he can only use three, he's not going to win. So what are you talking about? He's not out of the woods yet. He's not going to win on the first ballot. They're going to vote and vote and vote like they did with uh, Kevin McCarthy until... He gets over the top. At least that's what they claim. And you think those people will come around? Some of those people? Who knows? They'll wheel and deal and make, uh, you know, concessions or what have you. Perhaps or perhaps not. It's a clown show. I get it. The one clown squirts the other clown in the face. Then they all emerge from a car. There's a couple of pratfalls. I've seen this before. It's fine. You watch it if you want. Endless series of scarves tied together. It's just unusually large shoes. The whole deal. I know it. So there's a new book about Mitt Romney coming out next week that that's just fine. Blur <laughs> little blurbs have come out and it actually sound kind of interesting. But uh, and he was super um, uh, transparent, apparently, because I read something from the uh, the author, uh, Mickey McKay Copkins. Anyway, so uh, Mitt said, I want you just whatever good, bad makes me look good, makes me look bad. Just whatever you want. Just turned over all his papers. All of his information, everything, lots of interviews, and just so it's just, I don't know. I don't know why. He would have been a fantastic president, I think. If he had just like 2% of the common man in him, 2% of the, I can talk to you like we're peers, that Trump is so brilliant with. And he ran against Barack Obama, which is one of the great juggernauts in political history. So that's Obama! If he had to run against a Hillary Clinton or somebody, yeah, he would have won. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Uh, but anyway, one of the nuggets from the book that's coming out next week, uh, this latest revelation, is that Oprah Winfrey suggested that he join her on a unity presidential ticket in 2020 to try to stop President Trump's reelection. Wow. That wow. Mitt Romney would have run with Oprah Winfrey, third party, I guess she was concerned Joe Biden wouldn't win. You get a vote, and you get a vote. Everybody gets a vote. The book coming out next week is based on dozens of hours of interviews with Romney, along with access to his diaries. Turning over access to your diaries. Imagine that. All your, like, internal thoughts. Yeah, Dear diary, today I refolded my undershirts as they had become a bit askew. Heidly, <laughs> <laughs> oh, neighbor. Very Ned Flanders-like. The kick in the sure. gut. <laughs> Sorry, Mitt. Sorry. I saw my wife in a bathing suit, and I had untoward thoughts. Dear Diary, today I bought white bread from the store and brought it home and put it in the white bread drawer. Oh, my God. Another kick in the gut. That is something to turn over your diaries (laughs) while you're alive, though. It's also yeah, I have no diaries. Well, it's awful. Do you have a diary? It's also hard for me to imagine ever being in a position where I would think anybody would give a crap. <laughs> you can have all my information. Yeah, fine. Keep it. Burn it. Do whatever you want with it. I don't care. Nobody, nobody's interested in what you think. Um, anyway, uh, Romney told him that 
Oprah Winfrey, who's a Democrat, made a pitch to run together to save the country, according to a source familiar with the manuscript. He dismissed the idea, believing that such a campaign would inadvertently help Trump. That'd have been something, wouldn't it? Oprah Winfrey and Mitt Romney running together. I think they could have won. That's such a crazy idea. So uh, thinking it would help Trump Trump win because it would draw away more Democrat votes than it would Republican votes. It'd be really, really hard yeah. to win on a, as, a, as, a, as a third ticket, as a third party. I mean, just, just yeah. incredibly structurally difficult to ever do. Yeah. Anyway, mm. that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it is. I'd say. Oh, I thought this we're, was. We're going to have it. Well, yeah. I guess that's not crazier than the the host of The Apprentice ran for president. Although he's a very, very well known, successful businessman. In addition to that, I'm talking about Donald Trump, of course. Um, mm. But we uh, we've we've got a, an old boss who's always talking about we're going to have a Tom Hanks or an Oprah Winfrey or somebody is going to end up getting elected president at some point. They're just the biggest celebrity, and they'll get enough votes. Yeah, I think there's a decent chance of that. Depends on how insane the next few years get and, and what the effects of that are. Not to bring it back to serious uh, ground, but especially you shouldn't do that because it turns out we're one of the funniest radio shows in the U.S., according to AI. Uh, I think it was Jeff. Jeff uh, asked Google AI the, the Bard. Google's thing is Bard. Um, what is the funniest what are the funniest morning radio shows in the U.S.? And uh, some of the usual suspects came up, including Bob and Tom, who have been doing a hilarious syndicated radio show for a very long time. Uh, Howard Stern. And then there we are. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Morning show based in Northern California. The show is hosted by Armstrong Williams and Jack Getty. Well done, AI. <laughs> well done. Uh, the compliment meant more when they knew who we were. Who are known for their libertarian views and sharp wit. The show fe- features a mix of news, interviews, and commentary. That part's accurate. Yeah. So yeah. thank you, Bard. After all the times I've said Google is evil, you're still kind and even-handed enough to, to tip your cap our way. Thank you, Bard. You may be artificial, but you're okay with me. You know, a glimpse behind the scenes to our own thinking, which might not be, even be a good idea. Um, no, we sh- we no, have no. we have a kind of a behind the scenes saying that we often throw out: "Be funny, make money." In that, if if I meet a listener, ninety percent of the time they're going to say, "You guys are so funny." Is going to be the first thing they see. Not, I really enjoy your view on Medicare <laughs> or something. Well, the <laughs> other thing we say: uh, Oh man, nobody enjoys my views on Medicare. Uh, the other thing. We often say is try not to be the most serious right. radio show on the planet. Yeah. Because you can get kind of sucked down in that vortex of misery and fear and what's wrong with the world. And uh, and it's all legit. But that's that's not a good way to live your life, I don't think. Especially when there's lots of serious stuff going on all the time. And we've known some people who are very talented and very funny kind of get sucked into that vortex. And their show is relentlessly grim. And it's just, it, it's tiring. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, Michael? Uh, Hanson thought our slogan was, just like in prison. <laughs> that, that's a good slogan that's, for the show. It's not really, <laughs> Just no. like in prison. Um, uh, somebody threw that at us years ago, that that was the new, that's what she said. Yes. After somebody says something, you say, just like in prison. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I haven't heard it I, catch on the way I thought it would. 
I've tried that in my real life, and and you get some chuckles, but um, unless you're in on the joke that right. you're trying to work that in, this so, <laughs> anyway, uh, completely a different fare here. Uh, apparently, our nation's obsession with segmenting people by race and ethnicity much more than race. Um, is is continuing. The census is now going to slice and dice what brand of human you are further than has ever been done before. I mean, really getting down to detail. Um, we can tell you about that in do a couple you answer of minutes. Those, do you answer that sort of stuff? Not the census, but just in general. I usually leave them blank. I just don't. It uh, depends on my mood. I'll do decline to answer if that's uh, a choice, just as a, a protest. I just don't like the question being asked. Because I know whatever I, you're going to do with that data, I don't like. Lately, I spend about uh, half my free time in doctor's offices, and uh, I, I will answer it in doctor's offices just because there are some fairly subtle differences in physiology or the way oh, drugs really? are taken up or whatever. Between, I didn't know that. Between white people and black people, for instance. So I just thought, all right, I don't think my doctor is some sort of activist the campus lunatic. Um, I'll go ahead and tell him I'm a white fella. Not that he won't notice the minute yeah, I walk in You don't in think room, they know by but, looking at you? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, I could be of mixed heritage. Most people are. I've done the 23andMe thing. I'm not. I'm white. You see that stack of copier paper over there? Think of me. Anyway, uh, and I take no pride in that or anything. I just thought it was funny that they, 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 the commercials are all about, it turns out I'm 20% Greek, and I've really gotten in touch with my blah, blah, blah. And that's the way they sell it, and it's kind of cool or interesting, but nope, Northern European white folks, pretty much. Yeah. I think one Spaniard crept into the hen house 230 <laughs> years ago. But that, that's like, that's it. Huh. And do we know if this was a, uh, the Spaniard was uh, on, the, on the female end of the things or the male end of things? You don't, there's no I, way of knowing I, that, right? I don't think so. There, you can see, I, I don't remember the terminology, but there's like uh, matriarchal lines that you can trace mm. and pay, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, so you can talk about the census. Uh, also, next hour, some gender bending madness. The, the craziness of that continues, especially in schools. Hackers stole a million people's DNA. Speaking of that sort of thing. And nobody knows what they'll do with it um, or if we should be worried about it. I don't yeah, it think was I care. 23 and me, actually. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. So you figured out I'm a doughy Irish guy. You should ask me. <laughs> is there anything they could do with that information that would worry people? I think 23 and me is saying it's not specific genetic information. It's just a readout. But I don't know. I saw that story and thought, meh. They're mostly after passwords and screen names. That's sort of oh, thing. okay. That's what they're trying to get. Yeah, it's yeah, just a big yeah. database with tons and tons. You're of right. People. You know what? Twenty three and Me has probably is your credit card information. So yeah, that's what you're worried about. I don't care about you. Know you're you got my I'm four percent French or whatever. Um, you right. got the credit card information. That's the I'm thing. sorry. We. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, it's that they want your sign-on names and passwords because they cross-reference it with a bunch of other stuff to to figure out. They crunch it all with software to steal your identity. It's just about that, I think. Okay. Did you mention that tip on the air, or just to me, for passwords Hmm. that I've started to employ that is really good? Because I use the same password for everything, um, which I realize is a bad idea, but it also allows me to get into the websites that I can't otherwise get into. 
Joe is a jerk, exclamation point, one, two, three is his password. Put like it. the, you know, two letters or a letter or whatever, what the website is at the beginning of the same password all the time, which in effect makes it a different password for everything. Well, everybody knows now. Now you let it on. Now the Russian mob is listening and now <laughs> they can guess your password. But no, you have to have the same like weird phrase that only you know. And then you can rotate the number at the end or what have you. Um, I thought it was a good idea, really. Yeah. Um, uh, the president is going to Israel tomorrow. We got some more details on that. They're going to vote for Speaker of the House a little bit later today. We got some more details on that and a bunch of other things on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It means that when this is over, Hamas will be incapable of launching the sort of horrendous attack that they did uh, uh, on October 7th. They will be physically incapable of launching such an operation. That's the goal of Israel. That's an advisor to Netanyahu. I just came across this story, which has been going on for a couple days now. Hamas blocking the roads. So you've got that traffic jam heading south in Gaza, and Hamas is blocking the roads so the cars can't get through. So everybody's getting out of their cars and walking, just trying to get out of there. You know who doesn't care about the Palestinian children? Hamas. Well, it's it's far more than that. They want them killed. They need them killed. It's part of the strategy. Hey, college So if we kids. have to block traffic, we'll do it. Yeah. Anyway, more on that in hour three. Yeah, the poor, insane, hypnotized college kids would say it's because of the oppressor. The oppressor made them do it. Unbelievable. So uh, the uh, Democrats in particular are obsessed with grouping everybody by race and ethnicity. It's a way to control people politically. They pretend that it's uh, for, you know, the benefit of the people involved. Um, But tribal politics only leads to death and hatred and division. Uh, I believe that firmly. Uh, But the Democrats have the White House right now, which means they have the census and they doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on the whole race and ethnicity thing. So now, instead of you're just white, for instance, provide details below. <clears throat> After you check white, German, Irish, English, Italian, Polish, French, 
or other, you can enter Scottish, Norwegian, Dutch, etc. in the little uh, space down below. How much are you supposed to be to check that? I don't know. Like and, if your great-grandpa's Irish, and so you kind of think that is cool, and so you, uh, I don't know. Or you're a Notre Dame fan. You're yeah. like most people. You're a mutt of 23 different uh, ethnicities and nationalities and the rest of it. Yeah, I don't know. It all seems silly to but me. Just, I, well, I, well, the reason I never check these boxes is, like I said, I always wonder, what are you going to do with this information? Whatever yeah, it is, I well, probably don't like it. Well, right. Oh, yeah. I can guarantee that's true from a conservative perspective. You're going to use it to craft um, narratives that involve uh, getting money to people so they'll vote for you based on some imagined grievance. So how about Hispanic or Latino? Provide details below. At least they didn't go with Latinx. Uh, Mexican or Mexican-American? Puerto Rican, Cuban, Salvadoran, Dominican, Colombian, or uh, none of the above. Uh, for example, Guatemalan, Spaniard, Ecuadorian, etc. The idea that somebody from Spain has anything to do with somebody from Cuba is just odd. Black or African-American, provide details below. African-American, Jamaican, Haitian, Nigerian, Ethiopian, Somali, or if it's none of the above, a bunch of other places where people with dark skin come from. As if a Ghanaian and a Jamaican are somehow, you know, joined at the hip. Asian includes Chinese, Filipino, Asian, uh, Indian. Asian Indian, oh, like uh, from India, uh, Vietnamese, Korean, Japanese, and if it's none of the above, Pakistani, uh, Cam- Cambodian, Hmong, etc. Then you get into American Indian or Alaska Native, all those choices, Middle Eastern or North African, those used to be considered white people. By if the way, you're from Lebanon, yeah. By the way, India's Supreme Court just rejected same-sex marriage yesterday, so no gay marriage in the world's second biggest country, or the world's first biggest country, I don't think. I don't have gay marriage in China, do they? Probably not. Oh, no. No, I don't think so. Um, Let's see. What else is there? Oh, yeah. So Middle Eastern or North African people used to be considered white people. Uh, not that I give a crap. You can consider them anything you want. You can consider me every anything you want. There's no distinction in the Bill of Rights about whether you're a white guy from Germany or a pale skin from Syria, for instance. It's all just idiotic. Um. Then you get into Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander and all those different choices. So they're going to slice it really good and thin. It's important, Jack, we know how many Tongans are about. What, what, what about Tongans when you design this policy? I think this is a step in exactly the wrong direction. Right, right. They want to find, you know, underrepresentation and uh, and, and the unequal scattering of resources between, you know, Cambodians and Fijians, uh, Syrians and and Ethiopians, Blackfoot tribesmen and, and Nigerians. Is this ridiculous? Just came across something great from the National Review. I haven't actually read this article from Charles C.W. Cook. We've been talking about this a little over the last week Charlie Cook wrote it, there's a good chance it's great. Yeah, it's on the theme of... So these college kids have been talking about safe spaces and how speech is violence and all these different sorts of things. I mean, they were like super, super soft and we need to eliminate anything that anybody feels uncomfortable with at all but then you're you can't the, even disagree with me that's a, an aggression but but now all of a sudden you're on the side of baby decapitation 
which is weird. Yeah. Doesn't really kind of fit in with the whole thing. So anyway, Charles Cook writing, it was all stuff and nonsense. All that talk of hate speech and accountability culture and systemic oppression and the need to ensure that everyone in the community feels safe all the times. It was all guff, flotsam, and baloney. Pick at random a fashionable idea about the ideal limits of free expression and you'll observe that it has collapsed ignominiously into the dust. The sensit I like this term, the sensitivity industrial complex was nothing more than a front for the advancement of progressivism, which is clearly yeah. true. That's why I've been saying STFU to all these claims of microaggression in, sh- in safe spaces. It's it's ridiculous. One day they were telling people who do not think that women have penises that there remain no place for them in the polite society. And the next they were explaining how important it is that college students be able to celebrate genocide in public. Well Very said. true. Very true. We got a lot more on all this uh, coming up. If you miss a segment, get the podcast. You can subscribe to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.